Hey, how you doing, Mr. Byers? Hey, how you doing? LT, what's going on, brother? Hey, I hear you loud and clear, bro. Good deal, good deal, man. Set currently setting up the uh, anytime mailbox. Did, did we speak about that already? No, we haven't. We haven't. So, uh, are you familiar with that term, anytime mailbox? No, share it with me. So, so you, you know, I, I learned it from you, but it's <clears throat> I wasn't sure what service you were you were utilizing. Boy, anytime mailbox is set up and structured to where you can have a digital uh, address and you can do it uh, pretty much across the country. <coughs> what that means is they will assign you an actual address, a physical street address. So all of your mail, <coughs> excuse me, that you receive, it will be processed. It will be opened and scanned and sent right over to you. So this gives us the ability for uh, to kind of shield our personal addresses on uh, important documents that we're utilizing. So because at one point I was using my my personal address as my business address. Oh, now wow. transitioning away from that. Hey, I got smart. I listened to you, brother. I transitioned over to the digital mailbox. And so now it's <clears throat> you can have multiple addresses uh, in different states. Um, you, you know, as many as needed. So for me, you know, as investing in multi multiple states, I have to register for a foreign file. And when you register for a foreign file, you need a registered agent in that state. And so that can't be a PO box, that's what they say. Uh, so utilizing anytime mailbox, it gives you the ability to get a physical address, a suite number, any state, so you're always on the go. And it's only $10 a month. No, that ain't bad at all. $10 a month, $120 a year. About as much as I'm paying for it, wasn't that? But um, it scans in and sends it straight to your email digitally. Right, right. Which which, which uh, service are you currently using? I use UPS Suites. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, that way you got a um, stationary building, you got somebody got a sign for everything, um, it's local. Um, mm -hmm. easy to get to, um, and they have mail information to you as well. Got it, got it. And, and you know what? That uh, <clears throat> anytime mailbox, they are attached with UPS. Oh, look at them. Look at yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, so thus far, everything's been uh, pretty good. And so, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy with the service thus far. And gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with them thus far. So, you know, I'll continue to give them a shout and uh, well, an opportunity to, to continue to earn my business and uh, continue to move forward. 
Yeah, so. um, Ivory the one that brought the virtual mailbox at first because uh, she's active duty military and she traveled a lot. And her husband active duty military, and uh, the and she talked about the virtual mailbox. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's one. Um, I think T she use uh, T just use UPS period because she don't want nobody to know she did. So whenever whenever you ask her uh, the other lady, young lady named T, she always just used a UPS mailbox, period. Um, even for her home address, she used a UPS. Uh, she used an actual post office mailbox for her home address. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, she said she used to be a cop in uh, the military and um, the people, she used to get tickets on post to come back and try and, you know, uh, get mad at the people that gave him tickets, so they come back and find where they live and, and try to attack them. Hey, look, hey, that that's the truth. And <laughs> um, I've learned, you know, um, you, you know, trying to shield ourselves and 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 save ourselves from as much uh, issues, drama, unnecessary uh, uh, calls and doors that you know knocks at the doors is, is definitely uh, worth it, man. Definitely worth it. Mm-mm. Well, I don't know, Mr. Michael on right now. I don't worry about it. Um, I know that somebody just texted me and asked me about the link. I'm like, hmm, there ain't nothing wrong with the link. No, hmm. the, the link worked just fine this time. Well, well, you see, I, I logged in through Zoom anyway. That's that's why you see uh the, the co-host up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You showing me twice. No, 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 no. Come on, man. No, it is. It's showing Williams reality twice. Hey, look, because twice is nice, man. You, hey, look, you that nice, you need two of you. Come know, on, right? now. That's how it worked right there. <laughs> Come on, now. That's how you capitals do it. Ah, get out of here. <laughs> Sounds so nice at a name twice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Pr- Priscilla texts me and asked me where we having the call. Got it. Got it. Uh, okay. I'll tell you what, man. What was it, anything in particular? Uh, well, I guess. Do, do you know Michael uh, is? Uh, Michael, you uh, Michael was on last week. Um, he's a lawyer, attorney in uh, the Shreveport area, and um, he, him, and his wife um, has started investing in properties, and they're looking to grow their real estate portfolio. Um, he's already have one property under contract. Uh, Michael, how that's going for you? Oh, yeah, he, he had you, you have us on mute, Michael, so we can't hear you. Um, can you hear me? Yes. yes. OK, uh, the, the seller pulled out. OK, for no reasons that we can figure out. She won't talk to us or anything. So we're just out. Okay. Can, okay. can you walk us through the transaction uh, up to that point? Sure. We had. um. This is a house that had a tenant. Okay. We're going to inspect, walk through the house. Um, The tenant got COVID. So it took longer, like two weeks or so after we found the house before we could walk through it. And then we got through it. We made, we met her offer, made her an offer based on, this is, there wasn't an agent on the other side. It's just her selling his owner. She, Made a counter offers about you know keeping the present tenants and a couple of other things we agreed to, and hope, and 
After that, she said, no, she wasn't going to do it. And she hasn't contacted us since. I won't respond to me, my wife, or our real estate agent. And we knew her personally. Okay. So we have no idea why she didn't do it. I, so that's where we were. So we just, okay. so we're going to move on now. Okay. Um, we're thinking because we're trying to do a mortgage and that mortgage had been approved by Chase that maybe she didn't think we'd have the money. I don't know. Cause we were prepared to set the property is like, when you do the numbers on it, it was like a 20% return on cash. I mean, it was phenomenal property. I mean, it's a small property that was selling for $800 a month that was renting for $750 a month. And it was a sub $40,000 purchase. So we didn't want to deplete our cash by buying it, you know, outright. But that's the only thing we could think of that is that she didn't want to go through the mortgage process and I don't understand how that affects her that was a, that was on me that was on us I should say me and my wife so I'm not quite sure what happened there and okay. that's it so I don't know what to add because she won't talk, she won't respond hopefully somewhere I mean the property was such a great deal and cash flow so well that Hopefully down the line, she decides to maybe come back. Maybe something personal will happen or something like that. And hopefully sometimes she comes back. Okay. Yeah. Ho hopefully so. Okay. So, so um, it, what reason in particular drew you guys to that property? It was the amount of rent. It had a two-year lease and it was selling for, I think thirty five thousand dollars, thirty nine somewhere in there. Okay. And when you do the math, it's like twenty one. Accounting for everything, it's the the cash on cash return was like nineteen twenty one percent on it. Okay. It's like. Okay. Why would you not? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like I don't understand why she didn't want it to sell it. And, we, and it's not like we made a counter an offer that was like below her market it was like we matched it exactly so it was even actually right. slightly higher because we 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 put it higher in order to pay off the even we're even paying off our real estate agent out of our pocket huh so she was getting nothing i mean no out of state not paying for nothing out of pocket right right okay it was the termite inspection. That was the other thing. She she didn't want to pay for the termite inspection. Ah, got it. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay. So so and with that purchase, I know it's um, you know, it's an affordable property there, forty thousand. So with that, your, your bank financing, what were you going to have to bring to the table? Twenty five percent. Okay. And three. 2.99% financing. Oh, that's excellent there. And I don't remember the points that she that they were giving. We had to pay some points. I don't remember how much it was. Okay. Okay. 
No, that that's that that's excellent there, man. Uh, okay, so so what's what's the plan right now? So we're going back and looking for more properties. I finally convinced my wife, or she, that to, to expand the pool of not just um, what's the type turnkey properties, but also consider those properties that we may have to um, rehab and hopefully come up with a good deal on one of those. Okay. Okay. I like it, man. And, and this is going to, you, you know, you guys are working on your first investment property, right? right? Got yeah. it. Okay. We really uh, thought that one was going to be the one. I mean, we knew her, so yeah. Right. And and, and honestly, you, you know, yeah, it, it does suck. And it's, it's very unfortunate that, you know, she backed out of transaction for whatever reasons. I think that the most part is without an expl- explanation. Right. Uh, to you guys, a courtesy from, uh, you, you know, keeping the relationship and friendship intact. But, you know, uh, I would share with you, don't hold it against her. Water on the bridge, move on. Uh, it's it's plenty of opportunity out there. One of the things we have to uh, remember is not to fall in love with the actual um, uh, property or opportunity. We want to seize the moment and uh, push hard to get it uh, pushed through, but then even when it falls through, let's, let's keep it moving. Uh, especially with uh, with it being a, a property uh, of that caliber. Um, so, so I think you're if you guys are still looking, you know, somewhere in that price point, that's a plethora of opportunities out there right now uh, for properties in that price point. A plethora of them. And uh, I, I can assure you, you keep, uh, you know, uh, mowing the path. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna get exactly what you need. What you want. I, I like it. I like it. Okay. A- anyone else working on any opportunities? Got anything exciting going on? No. Well, well I'll just put it out there. I know Priscilla is working on, or has worked on her. What is it? Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eight, ninth, tenth, Airbnb, Priscilla. Man, don't put me up there. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I need that many. Man, um, uh, I actually sent um a message to my mortgage um uh lender that LT connected me with today asking her um how their numbers will look for me to be able to put an offering on a property that I'm um, interested in acquiring to either do short-term rentals with Airbnb or um, short to long to medium kind of length rentals with some of the travel nurses through Furnish Finder. Mm, okay. And yeah, it's a three bedroom, two and a half bath townhouse. And it's in a rental friendly um it's a condo um i'm sorry it's a townhouse style condo so it's got an upstairs um but it's in a condominium complex and they are actually short-term rental friendly one of the few that are so you don't have to try to um go back and forth with them on being allowed to do short-term rentals or uh, try not to let them know you doing short-term rentals or whatever the case is. So um, I really want to get a unit in that particular complex um, because of that and because it's a great location. 
Um, it's an excellent location. And um, so I'm waiting for her to get back with me to let me know what the numbers look like. The property does have a contract pending on it. But now in Louisiana, we because we switched MLSs through um, our board, you can actually continue to put offers in on properties that have a pending contract on them if the listing agent's client, the seller, um, is willing to do so. Okay. So um, I reached out to her. You know, she said they do have an offer on it, but um, they're willing to um, view other offers. So um, I have no idea what what their offer is it must not, i'm thinking it must not be too strong if they have it you know pending but willing to still see other offers so right. uh, i'm gonna look and see what the numbers look like for me to try to acquire that may not really have a shot if they do have a full price offer because i'm not gonna overpay just to get the property you know what i mean because the market is so inflated right now and you have to be really careful that you don't um buy properties and pay these overflated prices because you're not going to see that money back if for some reason you have to sell or um, get out of the property within the next probably five to 10 years, I would say. And that's just a guesstimate. But um, so we're going to see how how that turns out. Um, I did list my other property on Furnished Finders. And okay. I gotta admit, I have been getting quite a few inquiries since really? I, it's okay. all it's yeah, man. It's only been on there for like two weeks, and I've been getting um, several people asking me about booking it. I even had this one lady; she called me because I guess I didn't respond to her fast enough because I was at work earlier today, and she's like, "Hey, I'm looking for something in Shreveport. I'm interested in your property. You know, can you accommodate my date?" And I have like four or five other inquiries. So I'm actually kind of going through and trying to pick and see which one is the right one. And she's like, I, re um, uh, I really wanted to, you know, see if I could go ahead and book your place for October. And I told her, well, I'm not quite sure yet. Um, and I already have a current guest that's in there. So it would be kind of tight anyway. But um, all, I'm saying all that to say that the demand is is really high for short-term rentals or medium-length rentals right now because on furnished finders some people may want to rent up to three months six months um or, wow. or sometimes even longer and so i asked the lady i said um are you having a hard time finding something here in shreveport and she was like yes she was like i'm having a very hard time finding something and that's why i decided to just pick up the phone and call you um, to, to see if you were going to be able to take my book, my booking. And I said, um, I didn't, you know, I knew that there was some demand here, but I really didn't realize it was this hard for, for you all in your industry to find properties here until recently. Cause I just got on furnished finders and she was like, yeah, um, it's, it's competitive and it's kind of hard. To, and I didn't, you know, my place isn't, it isn't, it's a one bedroom, one bath condo. Um, it's close to hospitals, which is good, but it's nothing super fancy. Some of these properties I see on furnished finders that the medical professionals are standing, some of these places are really, really nice. And mine really? doesn't even have a washer and dryer in the unit, 
there's a laundromat mm -hmm. on site. So I started to not even put it on furnished finders, honestly. Joe, you know, because I was telling you, I was like, well, I don't really know if I'm, I'm going to go that route. And part of it was because I'm like, I don't, it's, it doesn't have a wash and dry. Anyone who stands somewhere for a month or longer is most likely going to want a wash and dryer. Right, you know? right. But apparently that's not stopping um, people from wanting to book it because there's, I guess, so little to really choose from. So, you know, I'm looking at, yeah, I need to get some more of these. Okay. I like it. So, so you're already renting out. Book I'm up. renting out the, um, my condo, my one bed, one bath, because, you know, it's been on Airbnb for over almost going on two years in February, it'll be two years. So, um, that one I've been doing Airbnb, um, pretty steadily. Um, but I wanted to just kind of branch out because Airbnb, um, they really, I've had some, a couple of really bad guests and Airbnb seems to always take the side of the guest over the, the tenant, I'm the landlord. And um, some of the other groups that I'm in have had the same experience with Airbnb. So I'm like, okay, you know, I really want to branch out and try some other avenues. Plus, I always like having a backup plan, um, an extra avenue or route out of a situation. So I decided to go ahead and look into the furnished finders. And then plus it, it's a little bit longer term with Airbnb. You know, most people don't rent for more than maybe a month or two at a time. And with furnished finders, you can get a longer term tenant and not have to worry about booking a place for three months, four months, you know? Right, right. Yeah. So if your, I mean, if you, if your spot is ready, <laughs> I asked, I, uh, the young lady asked me if I could reach out to any other property owners. Cause that's the other thing she asked me. She was like, do you have any other properties? And I, I had, I hated to say no. I was like, damn, I wish I had some more property. <laughs> I mean, and I get this question quite a bit, you know, do you have any other properties if this one is booked or if you can't accommodate me at this one? And so, you know, I told I would reach out. So if any of you guys have properties in Shreveport and um, they're rent ready, I do have this 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 contact that needs this client that needs a place to stay for October. She's looking for somewhere. OK. Man, I, I, yeah, I, I wish I did have some uh, available as well for. Uh, LT, what about you? You have anything available? Nah, 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 nothing to finish. I mean, um, nah, nah. It's um, my uncle got um, flooring to do, um, a sink, and a bathroom. Right, oh, right. Mm, you still yeah, got quite a bit of work, huh? Nah, nah, nah. It's it's all it's pretty much done. It's pretty much okay. done on the inside. Uh, I mean, the the um, kitchen and everything. I think he's pretty much done with the kitchen. It's just a you know like cleaning up and make it look good, but um. I told him I need some pictures now so I can start advertising. Man, she ain't ready. She ain't trying to book till October. You think you could have it ready in a week? Well, I mean, don't you need furniture and stuff? This, I this mean, house? you can't. Yes, but dude, you can go to Rena Center and put <laughs> you some furniture in there and be done with it. Mm -hmm. Rent it by the week or by the month and then yeah. um, go ahead and book it out. 
make you some money on it and either buy that furniture or send that back and get something else that you want, you know? Just that um, just that um, site you sent me, that link you sent me a couple of weeks ago. Um, did I send you Furnish Finders? I don't know. You sent me one with the nurses, huh? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But yep, I mean, you know, if it's close to being ready, you can get to Rental Center have some furniture delivered, dropped off, and they install it, set it up, and all that, and you done. Well, hey. We uh we look at uh how much um yeah I'll check it out we'll talk about it in detail a little bit more. Yep, you need some help with it, just holler at me, let me know. Yeah, you need to go by there and check out the house so you can see the kind of work there. Uh, I do, I do want to go by and see it. I'll text you my uncle number, just call him and uh let him know okay. when you're you over that way. Okay, all right, cool. He'll let you in. All right. I don't yep, know when Joe, Joe probably gonna be back in town, probably by the end of the week, so Joe can let you in too. Okay. So, um, Mr. Um, Michael, I know that um, you kind of little dis um, little destroyed about um that deal, but I'm gonna tell you like this: uh, those things happen to set you up for success. Um, if you feel success right off the bat, then you'll probably get the big head. But by having that situation happen, it'll keep you humble and and proud and, and excited when the next time that opportunity comes forward. So. Um, one thing about opportunity, it, it, it always come back around. And at the end of the day, as long as you do what you're supposed to do and treat the people the best way you're supposed to treat them, um, it, it's definitely going to come back in your favor in the long run with somebody else and a greater, a greater deal and a better deal. So uh, just keep your head up, keep moving. I'm going to, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't get with you offline. I don't know if I got your number or whatever. I'm going to put my number in a chat message. Uh, just text me, man. And I think I hit you up on Facebook, but um, see if we can um, link up. Text, text is probably better. Facebook is where I usually do most of my law business. Uh -huh. I haven't set up something really through Facebook to do receive anything. No worries, like no that. worries. I'm just going to put my phone number. I'm going to put my phone number in this chat right quick. So um, I know that um, right now, guys, uh, I'll tell you like this, where, where, to, where to start buying in real estate? Joe, what's your ideas, man? Where are the best places? How, how, how would you start buying in real estate if you were the newbie and you want to start? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say for, for me, it, it's all going to depend upon what, what my cash flow is looking like. So, I mean, do, do I have some disposable cash that... I can actually afford to to place an asset and uh, and and watch it grow, uh, or do I, you know, have limited resources, and I need to be creative, you, you know, with with the opportunities that I'm presented with. So so that that's my step one. So if if I do have cash that's available, um, and and I'm looking at you know getting in and out of a transaction as quickly as possible, uh, what what I'm primarily focused on is the Burr method. So buying low, uh, doing some renovations to the property, refinancing the, the property out. And when I refinance out, I would like to get all or as much as possible the monies that I had to put down when I acquired the property. So, you know, it's, it's a numbers game. You have to make sure it's enough equity left in the property to be able to execute that, that strategy. So 
that that's the strategy I would be uh, looking to do if uh, I had some disposable cash. I would focus on the bird method that will give me the opportunity to uh, go in, solve some problems, some issues, and put them off uh, for several years down the line as that's whenever, uh, you, you know, things typically take place, uh, issues. So whenever you're renovating the property and you're, you're putting in, you know, new appliances and, uh, you know, some new plumbing, some new electrical, new water heater, new AC unit, things like that, you know, you, you typically have bought yourself a eight to 10 year window uh, before you, you get hit with one of those high ticket items. Um, so, so that's if I have some disposable cash. If I don't have any cash, uh, I am looking at uh, other creative means of generating revenue mm -hmm. to acquire properties. And that's going to be uh, either via wholesale or, you know, my favorite, what I love doing is, is creative financing. I love creative financing, man. That is like become my passion. Uh, I, I really like it and love it too, because not many people can have the smarts, the patience to actually execute a creative financing uh, transaction. And I love it. But when I tell you, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Some cases you can uh, acquire properties with uh, little to no money. Some, some cases uh, sellers are willing to sell or finance the property to you. Some sellers are willing to say, hell, just take it, keys in the mailbox, I'm not coming back. And, uh, and, and so th those are great opportunities to step in and solve some problems and uh, create some wealth. Now, now I said newbies, man. <laughs> oh, hey, look. Hey, look, you know, look, I, I share, you asked me where would I start? So brother, that, that's where I would start. Now, now here's the thing about it. No matter where you start, you, you still need some, some knowledge, some, some education, some coaching. Mm -hmm. And when I started house flipping, hey, I latched on to, to an actual group to help me learn how to flip houses. I didn't know how to do it when I started. I was a newbie. Whenever I learned creative finance and I did my first short sale, negotiated my very first short sale, I didn't know what I was doing. I actually paid someone else to negotiate the short sale. I watched them and I said, wait a second, that wasn't so bad. Let me let me watch them one more time. Watch mm -hmm. them the second time. And guess what? I'm off to the races. I pay I pay her, that young lady two thousand dollars per property. So four thousand dollars is what I paid to learn how to short sale. And off of that, just that strategy, it it wasn't just a short sale strategy. It was a strategy of learning how to speak to banks, negotiate with banks, the, you know, the art of conversation, what they need, when they need it, how they need it, you know, so, so learning those things, you know, uh, I'm closing out on two transactions uh, next month. Mortgages are 180,000 a piece. The properties are worth 230,000. They're in Bossier city, walking distance uh, within each other. The mortgages, it, kid you not, show you the paperwork. Now, in fact, I might just do that. Mortgage on the property came back to be 200 and, uh, let me see, I think it's $237 a month. Um, but I rent that house out 
<laughs> for $1,500 a month. Not, not a bad exchange, right? No, Lord. no, 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 not, not at all. So, so, so when I tell you it's beneficial, it works, but it takes some, some, some time and some, um, some, some patience. But once you learn it, man, you, you off to the races. Here, here, give me a second here. I'm going to show you this really quick uh, without going. Okay, yep, here we go. So this is why I love creative finance and LT. You guys see my, my computer screen here? Yes. yes, we do. All right, so I'm just going to circle right here. All right, so I put this house uh, in, in forbearance. And actually, the, uh, uh, the forbearance, they were going through a foreclosure. They moved, didn't want the house anymore. They didn't care. Matter of fact, uh, the guy left the house in such a hurry, the front door was wide open. That, that's how, how in such a hurry he was. So I went to, uh, I'm doing my driving for dollars. Boom, stop, see the house. I call him up right then and there. Dude said, hey, look, I don't care what happens to that house. I'm out. I'm not coming back. And I said, I'll tell you what, let me have it. I'll buy it from you for exactly what you owe. And we start having our conversation. And yes, I'm buying it from, from him for exactly what he owes. But here's the thing. I'm leaving the mortgage in place in his name. I'm taking over the deed of the property and I'm paying the monthly mortgage note. Now, here's, this guy was also $38,000 behind. Right now, I negotiated with the bank to stop the foreclosure put me on a temporary uh, payment plan and look at my monthly note right here, $285. So on top of that, I told the bank, hey, I'm renting the property out for $1,060 a month. So if they know I'm renting the property out for $1,060 a month, when they give me my mortgage, it's going to be less than $1,060 a month. Last house I did that, my mortgage turned out to be $900. I'm renting that house out for $1,600. Cost me time. But you guys see it right here. To accept this offer, right there. So, so you, you go down. I'm going to just scroll down really quick here. You see all this here where they have to sign. See that? Signatures. Signatures, signatures, not my signatures, the actual seller's signatures. So, uh, well, the previous owner's signature. So that's why I love creative finance and um, LT. I know that's a little bit more than, than what you wanted, but hey, that's what happens when you ask me questions. I give you more than what you ask for. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get these young young whippersnappers that are just starting, man, are just motivated, and and that definitely motivate them to to get started, so they can kind of get a little bit of understanding to get to the point where you have that creative financing, um, and and it's definitely a means to definitely an end right there. That's a retirement strategy that you start making money and cash flowing immediately, not right. not later on immediately. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you, you know what, what the beauty of it is, is that you don't have to know how to, you know, execute a transaction like that. You have to know the people that does. 
So have to be like I did. I paid the young lady $2,000 per transaction for help with to, to actually um, to acquire those properties. Now, I'm sick right now because whenever I, I, w- I went back and took a look at the property that she helped me with, um, it was this property right here. So this house right here, this, this is one of the properties I flipped. Um, the lady that owned the property, she owed $140,000 on this house. Utilizing that mm-hmm. strategy, I purchased this property for what was it, $60,000, $62,000. So yeah, she owed 140. I purchased it for 62. So, and I turned around, I put about 35,000 into it and I flipped it for 165. But today this house is worth 190. I should have, man, I I shoot myself in the foot sometimes when I think about uh, how I should have kept all as many properties as I could as rentals. Oh my God. But house flipping was my primary source of income. So I had to flip the homes to survive. Let's see here. So yeah, it turned out nice. But this was my my first short sale that that I uh, ever executed. Hmm. So so and and I have plenty subject tos, plenty uh, seller finance. Um, you, you know, just I remember the first um, one I went out to work with uh, on my own. I was actually with Priscilla, and shucks, at the end of that transaction, hey, I didn't get anything done. But I went back, analyzed what I did well, where my opportunities were. I adjusted, and I've kicked ass ever since. I'm on YouTube. <laughs> all right. That's all right. <laughs> nah, man, I'm just picking. Um, so what, what, what you, a uh, newbie, what you uh, advise them to invest out of town, local, um, near the home, uh, around the corner, um, you know, across the world? You know, I starting out, uh, if, if you're going to, uh, you, you know, do this and, and you want to, uh, be a, a active investor, uh, I would say do something within driving distance, you, you know, of, of yourself. If you're doing something to be a, a um, passive investor, which mean meaning that, you know, you're, you're looking to, you know, just, just make some cash off of your investments. I would say just find someone trustworthy and, um, yeah, and you can invest anywhere at that time. As long as the numbers make sense, um, you know, everything is, is, is recorded and filed and uh, is, is complete transparency. Yeah, I, I would do it anywhere. Okay. So what, what, what would you say some of the advantages are on investing locally, like somewhere within a 10 mile radius, radius of your home? Well, I would say the main thing is, you know, if, if you're it's, it's always a, a learning opportunity there. No matter what your experience level is, you, you're always going to run into something that um, you have to figure out. And so uh, that the ability to actually manage the projects uh, effectively to ensure that, you know, the, the guys are and gals are coming in and out uh, as needed to get the product, um, the property together and, and on the market. 
So, so, you know, just being able to keep a close eye on the project and you, you don't have to micromanage it, but you would like to, to actually manage it. And I can, you know, attest from someone who's flipped houses, you know, five to, to 10 hours away, you know, someone's flipped houses that, you know, is down the street, you know, the, 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 I'm much more comfortable with flipping properties down the street, but I'll tell you the truth. I actually visit those locations less than what I do. The others that are, um, you know, five to 10 hours away. You just like, you like an excuse to get out of town. That's all that. No, oh, brother, 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 <laughs> brother. Hey, look, look, I love, I love this. This, this is my emotional high, you know, here. You know, th this is my addiction. And, and I understand that I have personally have a limited amount of time left on this earth for to maximize my earning potential. So based upon that, I, I found my passion. I fell in love with it. And I plan on uh, doing, you know, going all out, you know, giving it all I got for the next uh, five years. Because, you know, hey, we, we, we spoke about the five year plan, the five year hustle plan. You know, going all out for the next five years to ensure that whenever I, I lay my, my my feet down, I can say, hey, job well done, my good friend, you know, job well done. So so that's the whole purpose uh, behind it is to create that wealth, create that legacy, create that freedom and enjoy it <clears throat> while doing it. Now, that, now you said a mouthful right there, uh, living your best life, enjoy while making money. Yes not working for money, but just have fun making money because you're doing something you love to do. I mean, that's that's a mouthful right there in itself. Hey, can I interject um, here? Yes, ma'am, of course. So, um, Joe, were you talking about that creative financing um, that you did with the short sale and um, your other properties actually reminded me. So um, one of my other realtor friends, um, actually came to me, brought the opportunity to me, as a matter of fact, that um, she has a, a listing that um, the seller really just wants to get out of. It's been on the market for a minute, hadn't really moved. And um, so she came to me and, and told me that she's thinking about maybe buying it from him and doing wanting to get into short term um, rentals. And so I told her, I, you know, let me look at the property and I could, you know, give her some advice as to whether I think it would do well as a short term rental or not. Um, and so I actually went, I looked at the property, it's a townhouse um, in a community in West Shreveport, right off of Pines Road and um, I-20. And um, it's small and it's tight, so I can see why it's having a hard time selling. Um, okay. because the rooms are real small, it's real tight and cramped. Um, but for a short-term rental, I think it will actually do well because you're looking at people that are just looking for something clean, something nice, something in a safe area, something that's close to the highway, close to some local, um, um, shopping spots, restaurants and things like that, that they can get to easily, which this is close to. And so, um, so I told her, you know, yeah, I think this would be um, a good rental. There is going to be some work that needs to be done to really kind of um, get it ready, but it wasn't a whole lot of work. And so I told her, I say, well, you know, um, 
if you don't know how to do this and I do, and you want to partner up and go in on this together, you know, I'm willing to do that. Then I can show you the ropes and, you know, we can continue to um, work this one together. Um, or at, you know, a certain point after a year or whatever the case is, um, we can split up and you could take over the property and you'll know how to do it in case you want to do other properties. But in the meantime, um, that'll give me another property to be making some money off of as well. So um, we are talking about partnering, partnering up on that. But, you know, I told it instead of buying it from him, let's just do a lease. Let's, let's just do a lease. Let's just lease it from him for about six months. That way we can see how much traffic is going to get, how many bookings is going to get. And if it works out at that point, then look at purchasing the property and then we could see how we work together. And if we want to, you know, continue to partner together on it moving forward. But I say just, you know, Lisa from him, because the guy says um, after she went back and talked to him, he told her he doesn't even want any money from the property. He just wants to be done with it. He don't want to have to worry about it. He don't want to have to um, try to rent it, try to sell it. Um, worry about paying on it so um it's a great turn out to be a really great situation because we basically can just pay him what his mortgage payment is on it per month and everything else above that uh, we keep and he doesn't have to worry about doing anything with the property and she gets to learn how to how to do this and see if this is something she wants to do and i get another property that is um cash flowing and potentially a property that we may end up buying and be, you know, a permanent um, asset to my portfolio. So that's something else you guys can think about. Look, look for properties that have been sitting on the market for a long time. And if you are willing to, you know, either do a short-term or long-term rental, I would suggest short-term. Um, you can just lease it from them and then put it on Airbnb or VRBO or furnished finders and make as much money as you can off of it until, until you, till they decide what they want to do with it. Or you decide if you want to um, actually um, commit to buying it. Oh no, absolutely. Um, me and jo Joe had actually uh, showed me that strategy a while back ago where he go on Zillow just to help everybody out. How you do that. You can just go on Zillow or go on, um, realtor.com or any other real estate website and literally just pull up the oldest listings in your zip code. Mm -hmm. and, um, if you do for sale by owner, uh, the phone number going to pop up. You ain't got to talk to a realtor, do you? You can talk straight yeah. to the owner. So that is definitely a strategy that if you want to get some houses and you have enough uh, real estate background that you can communicate effectively and you know how to write a contract and, and, and execute one, um, it is definitely a great way to start in real estate with little or no money at all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Joe got quiet on me. Joe, where you at? Oh, no, no, I'm listening. Like, you, you know, I'm sitting over here, man. Hey, hey, hey I'm getting excited, you know, because, oh, yeah. you know, that, 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 that's part of the Are these people helping you in life? Let me mute her right quick, guys. What is it? Well, hey, if if they're not getting the help in life, you know, you you let us know. 
<laughs> let us know because uh, we, we want to support them as well um, <laughs> yes, but, yes, but, yes. but no if we can really buy that property joe i'm gonna I'm holler at you to see how we can do some creative financing to uh to get a hold of it from him let, let, let me share share this with you here it's the time is now so the time is texting your your the person that you're interested in doing the strategy with saying hey uh, let's go ahead and take, uh, you know, have a conversation with the seller and, and make plans to move forward. All right. When's a good time to speak? All right, Joe, tomorrow at three o'clock, will you be available for a, a three-way conference call? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So will you help walk us through this uh, transaction? Yes. That's how you move quickly. Because uh, as LT was getting ready to share with you, one of the strategies that I use, I'm just, just one person. Other people use, you know, this exact same strategy. We're out there. We're hunting. We're hunting. I, I hunt day in and day out. Day in and day out. I hunt. And as a result of it, I win. And when I do, I typically win big. But just know, hey, I'm out hunting. You know, I'm, I'm not just going out uh, picking off the first thing I see. No, I'm going. I, I want some meat on the bones. But Priscilla, take action on that, uh, that property. Uh, you know, put it out there, uh, let the seller and, and your potential partner, uh, you know, make the decision, but don't wait. Don't wait. Okay. Don't wait. I love it. We're, we're here. You know, that's, that's the whole purpose of this call. So you can, you know, have the ability to, uh, you, you know, ask these questions, um, you know, solicit some, some assistance. And, uh, you, you know, and, and we, we want to help everyone, you know, um, grow. And in the event that you come across opportunities like that, that's just not for you, hey, punt that ball over here, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, hey, um, now a couple of other advantages that uh, I would like to um, bring out about investing in local that's a that's a good place to start in my opinion it is um, i agree yeah because you you kind of know the area and yes. you don't want to deal with people that you don't know i mean um i if you try and do if you try and invest in if i try and invest in chicago i'm taking out i already know about my local area now i'm using so much time to research something mm -hmm. that so far away that i'm wasting so much time that's true so if you live in a neighborhood, a community that you like living in, why you don't think somebody want to live around the corner from you? You know your neighborhood, you know the people over there, you know what kind of people you like, you know the job types, you know the environment. Oh, I don't want nobody written by me that I know. That's crazy. That's crazy. So that's the idea, just a concept, right? Just concept. So uh, definitely consider as a newbie, consider investing about 10 mile radius from your house. Some you already know about, you know the people, you know the type of neighborhood, you know what happened in the morning, you know what happened at night, um, you know what kind of people live there. You know who you want to live close to you. That's where I would start maybe, looking around right there in the zip codes. Another thing I would recommend, somebody finna say something? Um, pick three zip codes, just three. And then focus on one at a time. Pick three zip codes and focus on one at a time. 
just to get started, just to get your feet wet, just to keep you from being all over the place and keep you from learning too much information. That's that's a recommendation. Joe, what you say about that? What you think about those ideas? No, absolutely. You, you know, that's, you know, that, that's a great strategy. And, you know, if you're going to, you know, actually acquire with those three zip codes, you know, also, you know, pick something that, you know, you could comfortably afford in the event uh, you have to carry that mortgage for, you know, uh, several weeks. So, um, you know, good areas doesn't have to be upper middle class, middle, it can just be uh, upper lower class. You know, uh, it could be the, the certain block uh, uh, in, in the community or it could be, you know, a nice middle class community. And uh, you, you'll, you'll find some some gems out there for sure. I agree with you, brother. Now, you, now you just, when you were talking, you brought out another point, a whole another point right there. Um, and, and the point that I, I, can't, I thought about when you said that was um, who you who you who your market is. Right. Uh, Joe said either, you know, you don't have to be the upper middle class and then it could be the upper lower class. Now you need to find your niche. We call that in real estate a niche. Where's your niche? Where's your sweet spot? Um, Joe started off in uh, real estate doing fix and flip. That was his bread and butter. He made a lot of money. He paid a lot of taxes. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I remember the, the conversation I had with Joe about them taxes. I'm like, bro, you're killing me on them taxes. You're paying somebody, just giving money away, right? So yep, uh, Joe changed his strategy after that. But go ahead, Joe. He said, no, no, you did. We did. You're right. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was, it was hilarious. Cause I mean, Joe was like, wait a minute, hold on. That kind of makes some dang sense. <laughs> but it was like yesterday, but um, guys, um, <laughs> the thing, the, what I'm really trying to get at is know your, know your niche, get a niche. Don't, don't go out there trying to do everything. So let's narrow it down. First, let's look at a 10 mile radius from your home. Somewhere, you know, 10 miles is pretty far. All right. Uh, radius from your home. Second, we're going to look at what class of people we want. What type of person do we want to deal with? That is so um, important. Yes. Do I want to deal with a lower class? Do I want to deal with middle class? Do I want to deal with upper class? All of them have drawbacks. Every mm -hmm. last one of them have a drawback. Upper class people, what they want? They want the bang for their buck. If they pay anything, oh, this, this curtain is crooked. You need to come over here and change my curtain. <laughs> Upper class is very uppity. All right. And my, I don't know my internet going in and out. Uh, middle class are probably the easiest ones to deal with. They're the working class. They're too busy working all the time. They're going back and forth to their job. They're taking care of their kids. They're going to pay their bills. They want their house to stay just right. And lower class, you know, they don't take care of their properties as much. Right. They don't care about things as much. They're not used to having much. So, hey, to rent something from somebody like, hey, you, you, you did this for me, but um, I'm not going to do this for you. You know, kind of sort of thing. Right. And, and that's generalizing just the overall picture. Right. So you have a drawback for all of them. Right. So know your know your niche. My niche, the hood people. I like the lower class. I like the lower class. I like to provide something to somebody that usually is overlooked and over just people don't, people say, hey, I don't want to deal with those type of people. I like to help people out. That's just me. All right. Middle class. Hey, if that's your niche, get in it. Get in it. 
So when you look at your three zip codes, look at the, the, the do the cost analysis for the property value. Look at how what kind of person you're looking at. Hey, I want them to make about 50,000. I want them to make less than 30,000. Hey, I want to make over 100,000. So you know your three zip codes. Then you narrow down one zip code at a time. Then you look at the, per, the, the type of people and then you start going at it, right? So I'm just trying to help you all that just starting get a focus how to get focus on your audience. You know what they want, help them out. What you got, Joe? No, no, I'm listening, brother. Well, I mean, you know, I'm you, I'm, I'm using you as my uh, amen, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, look, look, some, sometimes, man, I, I sit over here and take notes, too. Man, whatever, man, your pen ain't smoking, mine over hey. smoking. I'm writing down everything you said. I came up, look, my paper's full. Hey. Hey, all I know is, guys, the uppity people, they're uppity. They're uppity, guys. So, and look, so that, that went all over my first page of my paper. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I really got, man. I just wanted to okay, kind of help so That's people. a really, really important point. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was saying that is a really, really important point. Um, and as a new person in real estate, that's not something that you necessarily um, know to really pay attention to. Um, and even just once you make that decision, really drive where you end up buying your properties and how you build your business. And um, I, had to, I had to learn that. Uh, when I first got into to real estate, um, to really look at what type of um, class of people do I really want to work with and deal with, especially being a woman, I think it's a little bit more important. Um, I don't really see too many women on this call, but there are a few. Um, I had to, coming back to Shreveport, where there's so many hood hoods here. And um, one of the main strategies is to buy cheap and buy, you know, um, properties in low income neighborhoods. And so as I was looking at that and looking at other properties and being like, oh, but that costs too much money. I don't really have the money to get into that neighborhood or do this or that. I really had to um, put some time into evaluating because it's like, OK, do I really want to go have to go? um into Motown at six o'clock in the evening when I get off of work to try to talk to this tenant that's acting up because they done broke a bunch of doorknobs and think it's my job to fix them or replace them you know uh, because sometimes it's the mentality of the, the the person that you're dealing with and I'm like okay well shit I got to make sure I have a piece with me when I go and talk to these folks because they didn't already called me on the phone, um, cutting up, talking a little bit crazy. OK, so do I need to call some backup? Do I need to have my brother come over here with me? Um, do I need to have my dude come over here? I mean, it, it's real life stuff like that that you have to think about when you're managing these properties because you're dealing with um, these people on a regular basis. And some of them don't necessarily have the same communication style and respect 
for you, especially I, I tend to see with women when you're dealing with male uh, clients. And so you really kind of have to look, think about your safety as well. You know, um, if you handling business by yourself and then what type of neighborhoods are you going to be comfortable having to go in and, and be there physically unless you have someone else that's managing it for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. You always got to take in your safety. You always got to take in your, your, your peace of mind. Um, and I, I concur uh, 100%. You definitely should be understanding what you're doing. Um, and, and, and on that note, for renters, for renters, if you want a good source, everybody write down Mike Butler, Mike, M-I-K-E, Butler, right? B-U-T-L-E-R, uh, Rent Talk, YouTube. Every one of my tenants have to listen to that and acknowledge they listen to that. So Mike Butler pretty much break down to you this is your responsibility. It's your fault if you evicted. It's your fault if it's this. It's your fault if the toilet get clogged up. Don't call me, <laughs> you know, use a plunger. Now at nighttime, that's not an emergency. You call me the next day and let me know what's going on. Clean it up, do what you gotta do. So Mike Buckler, I wanna advise you, I got a book, um, Renting on Autopilot. That's a book I bought. Awesome book, break it down. He was a cop um, and as a cop, he bought over a hundred rental properties and now he got his own rental company and property management company and software. I bought his software and everything. I love Mike Butler. I love Dean Garzioski. I love Kobe Spiber. I love Dean, um, um, what's the name? Uh, Lee Orna, uh, Van Merrill. I just studied all of them. So I got a lot of their, their information and um, I have their, their tools and resources as well because it's just good information. Uh, Joe shared with y'all earlier, if you don't know something, you pay for it. If you don't know for it, you, you, you get a, a coach, right? Uh, that's, that's just what you do if you want to learn something fast right. and quick. You get help. Yeah. Uh, LeBron that James. Is, yeah. yeah, look at LeBron James. He's the slimmest he's ever been. You think he got there by himself? He's a pro athlete. He pays somebody to help work out with him to get him where he at. Most folks that make it to the NFL, NBA, and all the pro athletes pay for coaches. That's what Joe said. He wanted to learn how to do something. He didn't have the skill. He paid somebody two grand. He said, wait a minute, that wasn't too bad. Let me pay this two grand again. I still got a return on my investment. If you want something in life, we want to pay for college. We want to, we want to go to college and pay all this money for college and then graduate and I'm worth the job you do. But you don't want to invest into yourself and pay somebody to coach you on something you want to do yourself and, and reap the benefit. It's amazing how folks go to college and pay a hundred grand in debt. Don't work the job ever again. Don't ever do the job and be like, oh, the school don't owe me no money. <laughs> it's okay. But if you pay a person $500 to teach you something and you don't go do the work, well, they rip me off. <laughs> At the end of the day, you got to do the work. So coaching is out there. And Joe, no creative financer. Now, Joe, he hunt. He wake up at five o'clock in the morning because I know I'll be up at I'll be up at five and he already be up. Well, I'm out walking and running. I give Joe a call at five o'clock in the morning my time. I'm an hour here, y'all. He up to my man. I just left the gym. He on the computer already researching and digging through stuff and, and going through names and numbers and phone numbers and, and searching for people and searching for deals. Like he said, he looked for skin. He looked for bones. He looked for 
uh, chicken. He looked for turkey. He looked for oxtails. He looked for everything. He ain't trying to get no doggone uh, snake. <laughs> he ain't trying to get no little meat. He trying to get it all. So you got to be hungry, hungry. Um, if y'all are listening to Les Miles, Les Miles says you got to want success as bad as a person with their head on the water. What a person want when their head is up on the water? If I'm holding your head up on the water, what you want more than anything else? Air. And you're fighting for your life to get air. That's how you got to be in this real estate game. You got to fight for it. You got to fight for what you want. You want to. You want. You want freedom. You got to hunt. You got to dig. You got to scrap. And you got to be focused because you're focusing on getting your head out of the water. And you're trying to push and pull and pull your head out of that water. You got to be focused in that niche and that target zip code. And you got to dig in there. And let me let, let me let y'all tell y'all this, and I'm done after this. The most important thing I can tell you is if you stick with the same group of people, the same group of people, like if I pick a zip code, the middle class or lower class or the upper class, they all the same. Once you once you start working with one group, the next group, the next person gonna be just similar, similar, similar. You're gonna learn how to talk to them. You're gonna learn the vocabulary, you're gonna learn the words to use around them, you'll learn how to how to mirror them. You're gonna learn how to talk to them. You, it's gonna get so easy after you start. I can, like I don't have any problem with my people in the hood because I treat them the way I wanna be treated. I treat them the way I wanna be treated. And they respect me and I respect them. And I have no issue with them, none, none. They actually call me and tell me ahead of time, hey, I'm gonna pay you for this month, next month, cause I may be behind the third month, but I got my income taxes. So I wanna make sure you pay it off, Mr. Williams. I just wanna make sure you pay it up first. When they get behind, hey, Mr. Williams, my daughter had surgery, I'm sorry, I, I, can't, I can't afford it uh, next month, but I promise you I'm gonna work on getting you some money through, I'm gonna do the, the financial aid, I'm gonna do some, I, I got, I'm in college, I'm gonna give you my financial aid check, I got you, I got you. They didn't get behind a couple of times and I ain't never talked bad to them, never talked ugly to them, and I promise you they, pay, they catch up. Now they may get behind the next month after they catch up, but. <laughs> I know what I'm dealing with and I know how to talk to them and I know how to work with them and I know how to be understanding and I know how to be compassionate and I know how to be polite because I want somebody to do that to me. I want somebody to do that to my child. Right? And that's it. And then, they, hey, look, something breaking the house, they call me about it and they behind. I'm like, well, you know, you behind so I, I really don't know. I don't have the money to fix that. I mean, you, you know, I call my uh, you go by the park I'll pay my uncle to fix it. But you got to buy the par because you ain't paying me rent. You're behind. They say that's fair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you ain't gave me no money. <laughs> I can't keep him going to hold for you. Right? So that's how we work it, guys. But that's what I got. Uh, Joe, I, I'm going to let you carry us out, man. I appreciate uh, you and Priscilla uh, facilitating this uh, conversation and Mr. Michael for telling us about your situation. I put my phone number in the text message on uh, the chat message, 318-759-7442, uh, 318-759-7442. I put it in a chat message. Um, hit me up so I can uh, find out what you're looking for and uh, we can go on the hunt and find you some properties that, that meet your standard. And if it don't meet your standard, no harm, no foul. Uh, we're going to keep moving. I'll probably just end up picking it up like I do all the rest of the properties um, that other folks is not interested in. Um, I just, I buy them. I don't mind. because When I put them on a contract, I'm putting them on a contract for me. And I just allow other folks to take the deal if they want them. 
So uh, thank y'all for the night. Go ahead, Joe. You got it. You, you know what, man? Uh, let, let me just ask a question here. Um, I, I don't know how many many folks that we still have uh, on the call here, but okay, we still still get ten. You, you know, minus you and I. Uh, right now, how, how do you guys feel about that that opportunities are? Is that something that would uh, that interest you guys? You, you could out, You could out. Oh, I did. Yeah. Can. How, how do you okay. feel about what now, Joe? That that creative financing, you you know, with with all the different options and opportunities uh, that that persists when it comes to that cre cre uh, creative financing, is that something that interests you guys? That's me. Okay, good deal. So so we got one. Well, one out of the ten is not bad. All right, we'll take that. Um, okay. So, so, uh, I asked that question because you, you guys can tell that that's, you know, a passion of mine. I love it. And you, you saw some of the results right there. Um, uh, as far as, uh, uh, the, the rental payment, well, you, you didn't see the rental payment, but you saw the new mortgage payment. Um, and, and I tell you, I spent probably $700 to get that property ready. The tenant moved in, gave me a thousand dollar deposit, fifteen hundred dollars first month. So, you, hey, I'm and, and they know that we're on a uh, month to month based upon uh, I still have to finalize everything with the bank. They're happy. I'm happy. We're all getting what we want. Um, but, you know, I, I'll share that with you guys, let you know that me and LT, we're actually in, in the process of developing some some actual uh, documentation when it comes to uh, creative financing uh, to be able to assist you guys that, you know, want to learn that information. Uh, we're also in the process of scheduling our first uh, co-hosting uh, live event to where uh, we're going to go out and we're, we're going to, uh, you know, share the, share the gospel with, with, the, uh, with the flock, so to speak. And so we're, we're excited about that. But in the event that you guys have any opportunities that you would like some assistance, uh, some additional eyes or ears on, hey, this is why we're here. Don't hesitate to reach out. We want everyone to taste um, success. We want everyone to invest in success. Most importantly, we want everyone to share in success. So thank you all for uh, tonight's call. If you need us, uh, you guys have LT's contact information. You have his. That's even better than having mine. Trust me, it is. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll love to help you guys. Uh, any last questions or remarks before we uh, depart from this place, but never from the? I think he's trying to be a preacher, yeah. <laughs> Real estate preacher. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm kind of digging that right there, man. <laughs> I'm kind of digging that one there, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This is our church. This is our church. This is our Bible study. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want you to know that I appreciate the information you guys have sent me, and I'm going to try to make use of it. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, okay. Well, LT, it's, it's all you, brother. Oh, no. Priscilla, you got anything before we close? Um. Nope, I don't think so. Um, 
Everybody, you know, found the information useful. I got something before we close. Uh, what you got? I want to say uh, thank you, Priscilla, for providing that information. I didn't know you could still bid on the property when it's uh, pending. So, so that was something I didn't know. I don't know about the rest of the people, but uh, I, I thank you for providing that information, putting it out there. Oh, no problem, no problem. You are welcome. But yep, that's um that's something new that they rolled out earlier this year for our market area here in Louisiana. So about time. Yeah. So we're gonna see how this seems like to be a North Louisiana thing because you know, in other parts of the state, they would they would leave properties as pending or as contingent, you know, um in, in buyers could still submit uh, offers and sellers could still uh, accept backup offers. But man, yeah, I'm, I'm glad North Louisiana has, has loosened it up a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a um, Northwest Louisiana thing with our MLS board. And we also have access to see properties in Texas now. Um, so they did make quite a few changes um, to our, our board um, rules and, things that we can do up here. So, yeah. No <laughs> <laughs> Well, appreciate that. Appreciate that information. Um, uh, Priscilla, you know what? I, what Next week, uh, you may want to, uh, next week or the week after that, if John got nothing hot to talk about next week, you may want to uh, share your screen and uh, do that, um, the, 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 what's the name you tell about? Furnish? Um, yes. Furnish Finder? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You okay. Uh, let me. Well, you know, I'm still kind of new to it, so yeah. Give me a couple of weeks to really get used to the um, the technology, the dashboard, so I can kind of be able to explain that piece of it to you guys. And uh, have you had any more meetings with uh, the city about um, short term rentals? Uh, I have not. Um, I do know it has gone into effect where you have to request your permits now. Um, any existing um, properties that are already short-term rentals on different sites have until December to get your permit submitted and in place. And I haven't actually made the move to do do mine just yet. Um, in any new uh, short-term rentals, you have to go through the permitting process um, right now. But um, but I'll be actually looking into getting my permits and everything by the end of the year. Um, if I can just. Okay. Well, cool beans. Well, I appreciate it. Didn't you tell me you have an electrician that you wanted me to try out? Uh, I do have a good electrician if you need somebody. Yeah, yeah. I teach the address. I, I got the house. I just gutted out of the house. Well, I'm getting it out. It's almost done on uh, Nicholson Street. Um, I'm going to redo all the electric and everything in there as well. Okay. All right. Yeah. I will send you Terry's, um, info. Wait a minute. Terry Rapner? Abner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Terry Abner. He, uh, owns his own, um, electrical company. Black okay. guy. Brother. Yeah. I just, I just use Terry Rattler. He just got, he, I'm still waiting a quote for him. Uh, everybody I sent over there, it takes so long for to get a quote, man. I'm tired of these folks. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll shoot you Terry's uh, contact info and send me the address to your other property 
Um, so I can go by and take a look at that sometime too. I've seen my uncle number. Yeah. Okay. All right, y'all. Uh, All right, y'all. Y'all take care now. All right. Good night, y'all. All right. Good night. Hey, Antoine. I'm gonna call you and update you on that situation we got going. All right. Great. Hey, thanks. Good to hear from you all. All right. Yeah, you, you text me the other day talking about, I ain't heard from Priscilla. <laughs> yeah, he was a little worried about me. <laughs> I told him, yeah, I, 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 I was at work, so I couldn't get back to him as quick as I normally get back to people. But uh, but yeah, I talked to Terrence and uh, we moving right along uh, with that Antoine. So I hopefully have an update hey, for good. you in a couple of days. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, no problem. Yeah, yeah, I'll take care. Y'all have a good night. All right, good night, everybody. Peace. All right. Bye -bye. All right.